With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get money, yo. My man, what's up, brother? Who we got, father? Give you a call back in a little bit. East Coast, Philadelphia, born and raised In the streets is where I spent most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool And against my dad's wishes when I dropped out of school But mom didn't raise no fool, nor a rookie My life took a change when I found my first bookie I'm ditching the streets, full of drugs, thugs, and thieves Trying to get this paper and a cheesesteak from sleeves Next thing I know, I'm one of the wise guys It's like larceny, and we exchanging high fives I don't care who wins, beat the number, is the challenge And you don't want Last to night in Wild these people are a bunch of kids are just trashing the whole place and a woman goes up to the counter where they make your sandwiches and says can you still make me a sandwich i'm not making it up that's the best part of that video and the guy behind the counter who's just standing there recording all this he says you're gonna have to wait a while this may take a while <laughs> and yeah, yeah and then somebody tweeted me steve and said how about a uh, a ham on riot so she made him a, he made her a ham on riot Hold the uh, Wawa knowledge if you want it, Tone. You got Wawa knowledge here? Before they even started, they actually were supposed to partner up with those little heritage food markets. Yes. And Heritage was getting a little cocky with them. And Wawa said, screw it. We'll just do it ourselves. And uh, Heritage lost out. Yeah, and there's still a couple of those little heritage stores. Miss Robin uh, has some uh, knowledge. I have that video if you would like to show it. Oh, should we show the video? It's Let's very, get people fired up. You know, people are getting ready for football. What better way to get ready for a Sunday of football with some great games on the schedule than to run into a Wawa, get yourself a Sizzly. And if they don't have the Sizzlies, like when I go into a Wawa and they're out of Sizzlies, you know what I do? I start trashing the place. Let's go to the tape and get everybody ready for week three in the National Football League. That's just a six-second version where the guy behind them, where the woman's at the counter, the sandwich counter. Are you going to make me a sandwich or what? It's going to be a little while. <laughs> Can you imagine? The whole store is going crazy. People are trashing stuff, throwing shit all over the place. And this woman's up there. Can you make me a sandwich now? You hit one of your... I know, I'm playing it, Robin. This is NFL music. (laughs) On purpose. I thought you were just gesticulating so much that you accidentally hit your board. No, I got my football. What do you think, Steve? Does this not get you in the mood for the National Football League? Absolutely. Exactly right. It's that time of year. There's so much action everywhere, including a Wawa. You just got to, you know... You know what they say. The sheets hit the fan last night, but we don't even have sheets in Philly. That's another store for those people in other parts of the country, in upstate Pennsylvania. Sheets is another one of those places. Royal Farms. You know, they're not just not safe anymore. Nothing is safe except coming here every Sunday morning with Tony Bruno, Philly God. Now, is our buddy uh, Jimmy the Sheep coming in today? I got to give him the link. Holy moly. Oh, uh, man, what's going on with that, Steve? 
But we he got some. He's in Miami. I got. I got to send him out the. Is he in Miami? Did you see the crowd of Bills fans down in Miami? Of course, you know we got football here in Florida. You got Tampa Bay and Green Bay, and then you've got the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo uh, and the Buffalo Bills, which, without a doubt, coming out of the gate, the two two and O teams, two of the best looking teams in the NFL so far through two weeks, and they're all gathered in Miami, and and so people say, how come uh, you know Eagle fans travel well? But look at those Bills fans, and the Bills Mafia travels well. There's no question about that. But if you have a choice of going to Miami from Buffalo or going to suburban Washington, D.C. in that dump stadium, FedEx Field, where the Redskins slash Commanders play. Now, I've been there many times. In fact, my son A.J. and my, my nephew Tom, they're driving down to, uh, to the football game today as Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders take on the Philadelphia Eagles in one of the interesting matchups. The Eagles are 2-0. and Washington's 1-1. and And we know Steve was... We'll start with that one because obviously, you know, the Eagles look great on Monday Night Football. Their defense played great. Washington, Carson Wentz is putting up great numbers. And they've got some good talent on offense in Washington. But everybody says the same thing when, you, when you're breaking this game down. Wentz will throw for a ton of yards and then he'll throw a bad interception late in the game. And the Eagles have always played close games against the, this team. And so here's a division game. Eagles have a chance to go 3-0. and How do you see this one? Because a lot of people, this line moved. You know, you look at the teams that have line. Eagles started minus three, opened up as minus three, and the line went all the way to minus six and a half. Why that huge shift? Because of the Monday night game, obviously, right? Yeah, obviously an overreaction in the market after that massive blowout win against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night. Uh, like you said, the game opened up three, three and a half. He shot to as high as minus seven. And uh, now it's back down to six and a half. I just think the public's going to be all over the Eagles here. It's a division game. You're getting almost a touchdown. Carson Wentz has actually played pretty well this season. Uh, Washington ain't bad. Uh, Philadelphia might be smelling themselves a little bit here. Yeah. And, but yeah, are they looking like, ahead? Are they looking ahead to the return of Doug Peterson? There's a lot of reunions this year in the NFL, right? The Carson Wentz, the first. Uh, no no uh, former Eagle quarterback has beaten the team coming back since uh, in like 10 years. So Carson Wentz up against the Eagles, but he's at home. And they got some weapons down. This, 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 this Dotson kid looks really, really good. Uh, you know, they got, they've got some good offensive players, but their big problem, Steve, is on defense. I mean, the defense, the Eagles should be able to move the ball. The question is, will the Eagle defense rise up again after the Detroit game and then, of course, the brilliant performance? So we'll see whether the Eagles defense can slow down that Washington offense because I think the Eagles offense is going to do well. I think Washington gives up a lot of run yards. They give up a lot of passing yards. So I think the advantage is Eagles offense, and the question is, will this be a shootout? To me, is, is the question. Or you know, what's The over-under is, is what, 45 is it in this game? You got the freshest lines there, Steve? Got him, barely, but we can't hear the Philly Godfather, so we'll get that straightened out. In the meantime, I'm going to run through the other lines while Robin's working on the tech. Some of the other uh, games uh, that have moved the lines, the four games where the line movement has been the biggest, Chiefs opened up as minus three at the Colts, who haven't won a game, and now it's up to five and a half in that game. You got the Cowboys and Giants. Cowboys started out as uh, plus four, and now it's down to plus one, meaning the Giants were four-point favorites, and now the, uh, the Giants are one-point favorite in that game, one of the big games in the NFL today. And the Jaguars opened up as plus nine against the Chargers in Los Angeles, and that game has moved all the way down. A six-point swing. That's the biggest swing, swing of all the point spreads in today's games. Green Bay... That one went from three plus three to uh, plus one, plus a one and a half. But I mentioned the Jacksonville, San Diego, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, California Chargers went from minus nine to minus three. And obviously the situation there is their quarterback, Justin Herbert, got banged up. He's probably going to play, but that's the big question. And I don't know if Steve, are you back now? Can, can you say something? Let me hear. If you, can you hear me? He can hear me, but we don't have him, Robin. We have, I, there's... There's nothing here on my end. Um, How can you lose the Godfather? I don't know. I mean, what is going on over there? You know why, Robin? I, oh, want, I want winners. And Straight cash, homie. And let's make some noise. How's everyone doing? Yeah. Let's make some noise. Come on. Exactly. I have no control here. Oh, there. Oh, there he is. There He's we back. Go. 
So he, he yo, college kids are trying to jump on and Jimmy. I don't know if you guys see him. In, in, in Let the me see. He was in the knocker. So we got you now. Can everybody hear us now? Yes. Can everybody hear? Now I hear Phil. Now you hear me, right, Steve? I hear you. Oh, yeah. beautiful. So, Robin, whatever you did. I didn't do it. So what happened is I know, that- Let me give you some credit because you were okay. starting to get antsy. <laughs> She's starting to get uppity over there. I won't. I don't want to take blame, but I also don't want to take credit. <laughs> okay, I thank I, you, Joe Biden. I didn't actually do anything. It was, it, was a, uh, it was a no-filter glitch, and it could have been because of an electrical thing. I don't know, but we, when we heard that- Good thing click, we went out and bought that- uh, that uh, Compressor yesterday, and the damn uh, we bought every we bought we bought uh, what do you call it? Generators, generators, compressors. We bought battery. We like we bought more portable power. We're ready for the. We're stronger than the storm, man. Anything goes down here, we'll be able to survive for at least two days. That's it. Just give me two days, and then my you know if we lose power, then I got to take everything out because everything's electric now. You know everything. We don't have any gas. We don't have everything's electric in our apartment, so we'll be without air conditioning. Without uh, water, probably, depending on how bad the storm is. You know, we're in a crisis situation, so I don't want to panic, Stephen. I don't want to make people panic here. I'm ready. We're ready for the storm, and we will be here no matter what happens. We will ride out the storm. Let's go into the knocker room and see who's in there, Robin. Who do we have now? We have somebody named Matt. Matt? Yeah, it's the college kids. Let them in. Let, let them the in. College damn, let the damn college kids in. I was giving them love on Twitter yesterday. They were killing it. With a college football action. Did you have Middle Tennessee State? Middle Tennessee State. We had the over in that game. <laughs> now, Matt, if you are listening since... Oh, here he is. Oh, there he is. I know that guy. Good-looking kid. He is a good-looking kid, man. Is he Greek? He's uh, half Greek and half Puerto Rican. Oh, that's a good combination, man. You talk yeah, that's about... A, get, that's a good combo, You mambo. talk about getting some ass. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you roll that out on South Beach... Or any other place where there's hot ladies, he should be in Miami now with that Bills and uh, Bills and Miami Dolphin game. What probably the biggest game? In the, yeah, I, the, Matt, can you hear us? Not if you can hear can us. You hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay, he's okay. You can hear. Can you? Right, did, cool, awesome. Didn't you hear the introduction, Matt? I was I was giving you all kinds of major love, man. What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> no, I didn't hear anything. He didn't hear. Okay, I, well, I won't repeat that. Everybody knows you're a good-looking I, I, young I man. Now. You, they're called the college kids because you guys primarily focus on college football yesterday. Now, of course, there were some, as, as per usual in college football, there's a lot of blowouts. You know, you got some mismatches. You got schools that are just getting a free payday early in the season to go on the road and take an ass kicking. But uh, how did you guys do yesterday with the college kids? Uh, we took it on the chin and we move on. It's oh. NFL time, baby. All right. See, that's man, when a man – because there's some games that you can't figure out anymore in college, right? The teams that are yeah, supposed to win, you had the world's largest cocktail party yesterday, right? A lot of people were wrong on that. I know Clay Travis was excited because he's a Tennessee guy. But, uh, yeah, you know, Penn State, this, the teams that are supposed to win normally do. But we have seen some, some pretty amazing – There's some crazy games. Yeah, some crazy yeah. games in college. Crazy. Extremely. Uh, Upsets, uh, Middle Tennessee, big dog. Yep, won exactly. outright. I know. How about it's that? Insane. Yeah, I was, I was asking about Middle Tennessee State. A lot of people are talking about that. See, I don't watch college football anymore because it's just too much information. I can't absorb yeah, there's that. there's a lot of games. I got to focus on the big boys. I focus on, no, Saturdays are for the kids, the college kids. NFL is king. Sundays are for the big boys. But they're for the hungry NFL dogs who need to eat. You know what I'm saying right now? They're about, you know what it's all about? It's about making one thing and one thing alone. As Jim, playoffs. Yes, playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. No, I'm not kidding you, man. So now we got um, now we got a situation where you got five teams that are zero and two, guys. Five teams. The surprise ones, of course, are Cincinnati zero and two. You know, you got Atlanta's zero and two. But when you look at the five teams that haven't won, two of them are matching up today: Vegas and the Titans. Those two teams coming in zero and two. You got to say that's a big surprise, especially Las Vegas. You know, they've got talent. They went out there and did a lot of things in the offseason. And then the Tennessee Titans look terrible. And now you got them matching up today. But Ryan Tannehill is 4-0 and against the Raiders with nine touchdowns and two interceptions. So let's start with that one because we know 0-2 teams usually don't make the playoffs. Now with 17 games in the season, they got at least one more chance. So 0-2 used to be the kiss of death in the 14-game season. Now with the 17 games... You know, you make one mistake, you go 0-2, you still have a chance to turn it around. 
of these 0-5 teams, I mean, 0-2 teams, and especially this Vegas-Tennessee team, because somebody's going to be 0-3 unless there's a tie, who do you guys like? Steve, I'll start with you, and then we'll go to uh, Matt. Well, the game originally opened up uh, Pickham. It's going to Vegas minus two. But if you look at how Vegas lost compared to how Tennessee lost, they've lost a much closer game to, you know, better competition. Tennessee got blown out of Buffalo. Vegas loses to the Chargers where Derek Carr throws three interceptions. Could have won last week. I mean, I, I like the I like the Raiders here. I, I bet them at a pick. I think they're the right side, even though they're on the road. They got more weapons. Uh, oh, I hear a dog barking. Move. Is that a live dog, Steve? Well, no, they're favorite. No, no, they are dogs. Sounds like the Shitsu, not the German Shepherd. You never heard the German Shepherd coming. I like the Raiders here, Tom. Yeah, I mean, you look, you look at both these teams, and and uh, I mentioned Ryan Tannehill, but you know he's losing age. A lot of people saying we lost AJ Brown. I mean, they still have some weapons in Tennessee. I mean, they still have a great running back, and to me, that's. They're a big surprise because you look at Atlanta, for example. You know, they're 0-2, but they could have won both of their games. They were competitive in both games, you know, and, and, and found a way to lose. So to me, of the 0-2 teams, I think Atlanta, where no one expected them to be any good, they have shown some life. So are they going to make the playoffs? Probably not. But they're going to be one of those teams that everybody's going to be down on until they find a way to win. But to me, Tennessee, uh, the Titans, to me, ha- are in a, in a really bad spot right now. You agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go on three, you're done, even in a 17-game season. I just think there's a lot of stuff going on internally with that club. And the way they got blown out, I mean, it was embarrassing. They they got to show some life this week, but I think they're running into a team that's in the same type of situation, mm-hmm. do-or-die situation. And uh, I think Vegas is just slightly better. All right, now let's, now let's talk about Cincinnati. We mentioned Cincinnati, Carolina, Vegas, Titans and Atlanta. Those are the five teams that are 0 and 2. And I, I, I got my stats ready here. 17, in a, I mentioned the 17 game schedule. Only one team, one of seven teams that started 0 and 2 since they went to, you know, just recently, only one of those teams that started 0 and 2 even had a winning record. And that was the Colts last year who were 9 and 8, but didn't even make the playoffs because they choked it away in their last game against Jacksonville. So even last year, when a team went 0-2, as the Colts did with Carson Wentz then, they finished 9-8 and but didn't make the playoffs because they needed to win one more game in the final game against Jacksonville. And as we saw last week, Jacksonville owns the Indianapolis Colts. And right now, the way Matt Ryan and that team's playing, everybody looks like they're going to own the Indianapolis Colts. You agree, Matt? I mean, Atlanta's looking pretty good, but the Colts right now look completely lost despite having some talent. But Matt Ryan, what a mess that's been. Matt looks like he's Matt. frozen. He yeah, hasn't moved. He's not looked well. Matt Ryan looks like he had five years within the last year. Can you hear me? Yeah, it looks like you're not moving. It looks like you're freezing in time. It's like a Twilight Zone episode I was watching the other night. <laughs> a guy had a stopwatch. He got a stopwatch from a guy. Remember that episode? And he could stop the watch, and everybody would just stop still. It's probably <laughs> his Matt's internet connection. connection. Yeah, because Matt, what are you on? Are you on? Uh, are you on AOL? Are you on? Uh, Dial up. What kind of internet's he got over there? Oh, Billy Godfather. He's got the fastest internet in the business. <laughs> yeah, what did he do? Not pay we his cable. Have it. We got the fastest internet in the business. Damn right, right man. Nice, How can you have all this action? How can you get all the freshest, hottest numbers when you got dial up internet service? I mean, I'm here in a hurricane zone. I got, I'm in a hurricane zone. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah, hear you. Now. I can't see you though, man. What happened to your video? You can't see me? Oh. No. So probably it just it probably what's going on is um he's if he's using the app on his iPhone, it should be a little bit better. If he's using uh regular um internet on his phone, then he should be using Chrome. Matt, and hey, use Chrome because it'll be better. Oh, okay, that's probably the problem. Yeah. Go oh, back. Okay. Are you, are you oh, back come back in with Chrome. Yeah, come back in with Chrome. I came back in with Firefox once. I came back in with dial-up. I came back in with AOL online. You know, I, I, whatever you need. Internet speed is not a hoax. Now, climate change is a hoax, and gas prices going down is a hoax because they just went up 17 cents in California in one week, and every day I'm hearing prices are going, prices are going up. Oil price, in, in one month in California, the prices have gone up 17 cents. No, we're not going to call Luigi. I haven't heard from Luigi, but he couldn't fix this. Trust me. D 
Dean's checking in from Clearwater where they're waiting for the hurricane. Speaking of hurricanes, Steve, before we get back to the picks, I was checking all this weather stuff, you know, because, listen, we've seen hurricanes up in the Northeast, but they're not the full brunt usually getting when they become tropical depressions, you know, and we've had storms up in New Jersey where there was a lot of damage, but the direct hit of hurricanes, that's what everybody worries about. And the last time a hurricane was moving in here on the Gulf Coast or even the Tampa area was a couple of years ago. And it was supposed to be going to Tampa, but then it made a quick turn and it hit down in, uh, down in um, what was the town down there, Robin? It's a couple of years ago. Marco Island got hit big time. And Marco Island is silent. But, so Elsa in 2021 hit just west of Tampa in Treasure Island. And Etta in 2020, north of uh, uh, Cedar Key, north of Tampa. So those storms go all the way up into the Gulf and make the turn right. This storm, they still don't know, but the good news for people here in southwest Florida is that it's very unusual for a storm that's coming in this direction and looks like it's going to hit down here on the southwest corner of, of Florida. That path has never been taken in all the years of recording it. So we don't know what the path is going to be, but they're saying that any other, every other hurricane that has come in this direction has not made its hit directly into this area, other than the Marco Island one, which wasn't supposed to come here. So that's, this thing is still days away, and so everybody's got to get ready. If you're down here, if you've been through hurricanes, most people down here who've lived here for a while have. They know what to do. We got these, you know what we have in our, on our patio windows? It's a screen and porch, right? We have these metal panels that we're supposed to put on, and they slide in to prevent storm damage. So Robin and I will do that tomorrow as it gets closer and we keep an eye on where the storm's going. But let's get back to football now. Because I need some cash, man. My 401k has trashed 25% this year, Steve. I posted it yesterday. It's an absolute disaster. Here I am retiring. I finally hit retirement age. I'm finally collecting Social Security. And now my 401k, which I don't even play with, it's, it's, it's managed. So I'm not taking chances. I'm not one of these guys, you know, let's buy $72,000 worth of stuff. I just, I'm, I'm conservative now. You know, when you, get to, when you get to 70, you're not playing with your money. You worked your whole life for it. So all these people are like, why don't you do this? Why don't you go buy crypto? Why don't you do I don't want to touch any money. I pay people to manage my damn money. And if the people whose job it is to manage my money don't know what the hell's going on, what the hell am I going to do? Sit around all day and, and watch? I'd rather sit around all day and watch point spreads move. At least I can figure that shit out. Damn, well, not the Miami Hurricanes. No, we don't watch them at all. And there's a good reason for that. All right, Steve, let's get it back to the, the games. The big game starts right out of the gate down here in Miami. The Dolphins and the Bills, and the Bills are absolutely decimated in their secondary, man. I mean, they got nobody back there, but Buffalo's still favored in this game. Should Buffalo be favored here in Miami? I mean, they're the slightly better team. Miami's a little banged up, too. They got a couple pro bowlers that are uh, banged up for this game, but I, I think the price was too high. It reached as high as 6.5 in the market. I, I bet Miami plus the 6.5. It's down to 4.5. Five in a couple different spots. Uh, it, you know, usually I'll be looking to, to fade a team that comes back like the Dolphins did the previous week because it takes a lot out of that team to get, you know, to to come back twenty one points. But I just think Miami's they're built to last this year. I bet over in their season win totals. I bet them to make the playoffs. This Miami Dolphins team's for real, and like you said, the Buffalo Bills are banged up. And you know, at five, which is a dead number, if you can still grab five. Uh, you know, you can still. I think it's still worth you know putting a little a couple bucks on the Dolphins here at home. It's a tough place to play too. Yeah, there's a lot of games today that just just are screaming. I mean, the, the point spread differentials. Now the Charger line, as I mentioned, with Jacksonville. Now Jacksonville, you know, they're looking. The Doug Peterson, you know, he he works great with quarterbacks until the last game of the season when he takes the wrong quarterback out and then gets fired. But you look at that. You look at that Jaguar team. Right? I'm not buying everything in on one game, but it looks like they're headed in the right direction. I mean, they've got some good players on offense. They've got some good players on defense. And their quarterback looks good when, when things are going well. And so Jacksonville, are, are, you know, you look at this team and you look at the Chargers. The Chargers, if their quarterback, Justin Herbert, doesn't play, that's why this line is all the way down to three, right? I mean, how can you lay, yeah, how can you lay a touchdown without Justin Herbert? Maybe He's probably going to play, but I would seriously doubt when you saw him take that hit in the ribs. When you got a rib injury as a quarterback and a fractured rib, you're not coming back the next week and and slinging it up and down the field without without a lot of discomfort. Yeah, they probably look to run the ball. Even if Chase Daniels starts, they're going to run the ball. Austin Eckler's going to 
get a lot of the usage. And the Jags are actually pretty good against the run. They held uh, they held uh, Jonathan Taylor to 54 yards. Uh, they held, uh, I think, the Commanders previous week to 85 rushing yards. So actually, their defense is pretty good against the run. At seven, I love the Jags. Now it's down to three. I mean, this Chargers team is still stacked, you know, from head to toe, even if Herbert doesn't play. And Chase Daniel, he's not a bad backup, so should nobody's be a good game. Made, I can't think- nobody's made more money than Chase Daniel holding a clipboard for the last five years in the NFL. Right? Yeah, he just, the guy just, and he's, and he, you know, he's serviceable. How many teams has he collected? He's probably collecting paychecks from the last three teams that had him. I mean, the Eagles had him. You look how many teams he's been on. It's unbelievable. Every time you turn around, there's Chase Daniel on another team. You don't even realize where he is. <laughs> he might be the smartest football player to ever not play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Steve, with the Philly Godfather, Tony Bruno. Now, I don't know if Matt's back. Do we have somebody else in the knocker room, Robin? Rock and Reese? Should we bring him in here? Now, do you know Rock and Reese, Philly Godfather? I know Rock and Robin because she, she, you know, she, uh, she's, what's, how's it go? She's up in the treetop all night long, rocking her the road and singing. And depending that song. on how the, uh, the, uh, Hurricane goes. I might be up in the streets. What's up, Tony? What's up, Godfather? How you doing? Wow, Rock and Reese is coming in hot, man. Yes. Turn the damn volume down. What do you? What do you have? A megaphone? (laughs) Now I'm just like uh, today, man. It's like Sunday. We got a hell of a good schedule going on, dude. Who do you like, man? That's all I want to know. Who do you like? Ten. Well, I'm a Philly boy, so. Eagles? Even I'm in Carolina right now, but yeah, I'll just bleed green, baby. Beautiful, man. Now, do you like, you, are you going to lay six and a half? Because these games, a lot of these Philly, my favorite Philly-Washington game was a couple years ago. I went down for that game on a bus trip from Philly. We went down to the stadium with a whole bunch of fans, and that was the game where now the late Dwayne Haskins had the Eagles oh. absolutely beat. Remember that game, Steve? The Eagles were done, and then mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins, for whatever reason, decides to try to keep going when all he had to do was hand off or kneel down, and he fumbles the ball. <laughs> Eagles pick it up and run it in and win the game in the closing seconds. And people mm-hmm. in Washington who are normally disappointed because they live where the government has been stealing money from us for hundreds of years, they went home dejected, and the Eagle fans went home totally drunk, mm-hmm and made it home safely, I hope, on that particular day, including me, who drove back from uh, Washington, D.C. Well, that's when Wawa was a lot safer to hang out at. Exactly right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've like, um, since y'all been bringing up the whole Wawa thing, thank goodness it is not November right now, because Lord knows what will be happening from... What is this damn turkey thing's called? Oh, those... Uh, oh, I know what they're called. The Wawa, but, but the Sizzlies. I go in Wawa for Sizzlies. You know, and when they're out, I go in there at 10 o'clock in the morning, they're out of Sizzlies. I go crazy in there. I, I, I was, I, there were a couple of times where I was about to trash the joint. You know, but the people here in Miami are nicer. In Philly, they're not as nice. People are it, saying it's called a gobbler? Yeah, the gobbler. That's right. The gobbler. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> that's good knowledge right there, man. The gobbler. You ever have one of those, Steve? Nah, but uh, I'm not even going to say nothing. My wife might be watching. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not, it's not Wawa Hoagie Fest right now. It's. <laughs> no, <I don't... laughs> this is how we Wawa in Philadelphia. That's their slogan, right? This is how you Wawa. You go into the place and you trash that some bitch. It's unbelievable, man. Yeah, Dean says he knows a chick named the Gobbler. Who doesn't? I mean, we've all at one time <laughs> have met a woman that you could probably. You know, although that might be sexist right about now, and I may be getting hate mail here at No Filter Network, but one good thing about here at No Filter, Steve, I'm uncancelable. You can't cancel me. I, you know I believe, Tony, what you're supposed to do is what Greg Gutfeld does whenever he says something like that. A sexist would say. He immediately caveats it right after he says something a sexist would say. Well, I did it yesterday. Let me... So yesterday, we're in line at the Sam's Club gas station, obviously, and you know, whenever there's a storm... So there was a long line at the gas station for Sam's Club down here. So we get in line, and there's all these people with gas tanks, you know, the, the five-gallon red tanks, and they're filling them up and putting them in the back of their car, which is what people do. You know, you have generators. You need fuel if there's going to be a, a, a hurricane, and you don't know whether you, the gas stations will be able to work. So this one guy's got like five, and he's got them out on the ground, and he's filling them up the way you're supposed to. Meanwhile, there's a woman in front of me 
with an SUV. She's got the back lifted up, and she's got a five-gallon gas tank inside her car, and she brings the hose over and starts filling it up inside her car, where if she spills it, it can go over all over the material, right? I mean, that's dangerous. How do you, how do you fill your... So I, I yelled to Rob, and I said, this is why women should not be able to drive or vote. <laughs> and I took a picture of her, and I was going to post that, and then I, I was going to write, in parentheses, a sexist would say. But how can you be that stupid? How can you fill up a... That's like the people who can't find the, the, the plug-in for their Teslas, and they're trying to look for the place to put the gas in. I mean, how stupid can you be, America? Anyway, let's get it back to football here, man. I, 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 as a woman, was also yelling in my head at her. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody to light up a cigarette and the entire gas uh, station to blow up, and it's the truck. It's right in front of me. I could have been dead yesterday, and then I wouldn't be able to come in here with the Philly Godfather to give you the stone-cold lead pipe locks in week three, for God's sake. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steve. Let's get it to the other Hang game. on just a second. Since we are on a little bit of a pause from the picks, Reese, move, if whatever microphone you're using, can you move away from it a can little bit Can you move more? it into because, the next building across the street? <laughs> because it is, a, it is a very sensitive mic, and we are hearing you much louder than, than the Godfather, and I cannot control your volume. Yeah. Oh, like I said, today I was coming in hot, so I was like, I'm fired up, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to watch birds go 3-0. And what happens yeah. if they don't? What happens if they don't? What will you do? Because the Phillies are playing their final home game of the season at home. The final 10 would be on the road. And they're you know, hanging in there for a wild card. So the Phillies, you know, they've won two out of three. And they could win the series if they beat the Braves 3-1. to one, And that's it's not going to affect the Braves. They probably will play them in the first round if that's how the season ends. But, you know, you got the Phillies in a situation. And you got the Eagles. If the Eagles lose, will the fans once again find who to blame? Will it be the defensive coordinator? Where Jalen Hurts doesn't have a perfect game. If, if Darius Slay doesn't have two interceptions, will Eagle fans go back into, what the hell is going on around here? Steve, you know the yes. answer to that. Yes. yes. Yes is the correct answer. Yes. Yes is the correct yeah, they're answer. They're probably going to blame uh, Jalen Hurts if they lose today, which they should because he's actually played pretty well this season. I mean, this is a tough spot for this Eagles team. Division game coming off a big Monday night win, short week. I, I think they win. I just don't think they can cover that, uh, that price that Vegas put out there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch that number, too. Home team, dog, division game. Uh, I love the fact that people are saying, would the Eagles be looking ahead to Jacksonville next week because their former coach comes back? I mean, seriously? 
Now, there are look-ahead games, and you know, because look at Miami. Miami's got Buffalo, but then they got a Thursday night game, another tough game. So that, you know, this, this Miami and Buffalo game is, is interesting, A, because of these two teams and how, much, how, much how great their offenses are. But then you look at Miami's got to come right back and play on Thursday night. Does that matter in this game? Does that, I'm sure the coaching staff and the players no. aren't thinking about Thursday. No, because they know that right now they're just trying to take Buffalo out of this and have sole possession of first place in the East. Yeah, I hear it. Hey, hey, hey uh, Rock and Reese, we appreciate you checking in today, man. Thanks. You know we're here every Sunday morning with the Philly Godfather. Check back with us again every Sunday. We'll be here unless the hurricane wipes. Even if the hurricane wipes us out, I will be outside. I will build a tiki hut right outside on the dock. Whatever's left, I'll scrap up just like the Gilligan's Island crew. Robin and I will go out there. We'll get some rope. We'll tie together a little dock. We'll float out there. We'll bring our equipment out, and we will go live no matter what, even if we have to get like a satellite link. I'll call Elon Musk and get the Starlink set up, and then we'll go live worldwide. Reporting like live. The tech version of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right, Reese. Thanks for checking in, brother. Thanks yes. a lot, man. Okay. Meanwhile, the Lions and the Vikings, Steve, let's look at this game because we saw the Lions. Everybody saw them against the Eagles, and the Eagles gave up 35 points. And like, oh, the, the, the defensive coordinator. And then the Lions come back next week and look better. That Amon Ra St. Brown, man, that kid is legit. And they've got some weapons. I mean, the running game is good. Detroit, people are knocking them. They're getting, they're getting what, six now in Minnesota? And we saw the Vikings. The Eagles made them look bad. But this is a division game. So looking at both of these teams, because everybody was high on the Vikings, the Eagles shut down Justin Jefferson. And now you look at Detroit going there. That one is now, what, at five? It opened up at six, right? So the Vikings are five-point favorites. They're at home. Is there any way the Detroit Lions go into Minnesota and find a way to win that game against the Vikings? Yeah, as of right now, the public's all over Detroit after what they witnessed the last two weeks. And that might not be a, a good thing because Minnesota got their ass kicked on Monday night. They're going to be pissed off. Lane six at home. You know, in the Dome, they're tough to beat. I like Minnesota here minus six. I think they come back with a vengeance. I think they blow this Lions team out the door. Yeah, and again, the guy we love, we saw him late last year. Amon Ross St. Brown came out of nowhere last year. And then he picked right back up. Slow in game one, but last week he had 184 total yards, a couple of touchdowns. And uh, so the Vikings have to worry about him, too, and the running attack. You know what I mean? I mean, Detroit can run the football. And so the Lions and Vikings, for, for once in a long time, is an interesting game in week three <laughs> because the Vikings are supposed to be a Super Bowl team. The Lions are supposed to be a team rebuilding. And now you're seeing Dan Campbell in his second year. Those guys are playing hard for him, man. Yeah, they, they definitely played for him. You saw last year, they were a cover machine against the spread last yep. season, and they're covering games again this year. Uh, but this is, a, this is a tough matchup for them in a week where Minnesota is just going to be pissed off. They're bringing a lot of pressure. Uh, that affects you know the Lions quarterback uh, severely. He's not good under pressure. And this is a game that Minnesota has to make a statement that, you know, we're for real. So I think they blow them out. All right, Cincinnati, that's another team now. You're looking at them. Going oh the last team that went zero and three that was in a Super Bowl was the Rams back in two thousand and two, and that team did not make the playoffs. If Cincinnati today goes drops to zero and three, is it over as far as playoffs and Super Bowl hype, or is it still enough time in a seventeen game season? I mean that Super Bowl hangover looks real. I actually bet they're under in their season win totals at the, at the beginning of the season. I thought they were going to have some issues with that offensive line, and it showed on the field. They've given out more sacks than I think anyone in the NFL. And if you can't protect your quarterback, you really got no team. You got no rush game. You got no pass game. And your quarterback, as great as Joe Burrow is, he just, you know, he doesn't have the time to get it done. Yep. Yeah. He's been three today. Uh, I mean, you got Joe Flacco back there. You got a dinosaur that came back against the Browns. I, I mean, they're down 13 points with like two minutes left and they end up winning the game. <laughs> I like Joe Burrow here, man. On the road, lane six. I like this Jets team, but I think this is uh I think Cincinnati gets the win here today. Yeah, I mean Joe Joe Flacco looked shot. I mean, he doesn't move around, but last week, I mean that's what that's what's great about the NFL. Last week we saw some unbelievable games. And we you know, there's not many blowouts in the NFL. I mean, obviously the Colts are a disaster, and we've already talked about that. And you talk about making a decision at quarterback. Listen, we love Matty Ice, but he's got no chance with that team. As good as Jonathan Taylor is. 
I mean, what do they have? I mean, the Colts are an absolute train wreck, are they not? Well, they were really banged up the first two games of the season. Now they got some players back, especially on the defensive side. That could make a difference in this matchup. And the public is going to be all over the Chiefs. They're probably going to get 90% of the, the tickets being written on them. You know, offshore in Vegas, in Atlantic City, all across the country. Everyone's going to be betting the Chiefs minus the points in teasers. And that could be a recipe for disaster here, man. I mean, Colts plus – it's it's down to four and a half. It was as high as seven. So there's some real sharp money on the Colts at plus seven and plus six. Don't be surprised if they cover the spread. Yeah, and as you mentioned, we were talking about it earlier. There are, There's only, what, three games – where the line is under, I mean, three games, the highest point spread right now on the board is six and a half. So there's no sevens, no eights, no expected double-digit beatdowns. And so now the market is adjusting after two weeks to see what's going on. And so the largest point spreads were the Eagles six going to six and a half, the Lions plus six, and then the Raiders one and a half on the road against the Vikings, and the Packers plus one on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay I mean, they got no receivers. Uh, you know, now Mike Evans is suspended. So are the Tampa, I mean, it's obviously a big marquee game. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady, maybe for the last time ever, these two guys hook up, depending on what happens later in the season and the postseason. But when you look at these two quarterbacks, obviously, you know what they are. But then you look at the talent on the field. I mean, Tampa right now offensively is very limited. Yeah, they're, they could be in trouble here. I mean, both these quarterbacks have produced more magic than David Copperfield over the years. And so it's hard to either, you know, to pick either side, but you got to go with the healthier team and the Green Bay Packers are a much healthier team. You know, how much better is Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers or, you know, vice versa? I like the Packers here. I took them at plus three. It's down to one. I think they win the game outright. I don't even think you need the points here. Tampa Bay's really, really banged up. But, you know, you, know, you do go broke betting against Tom Brady. So, yeah. you know, be careful. Yeah, no Julio Jones, no Chris Godwin. Now they lose Mike Evans. Alan Lazard, who they missed in week one, is banged up going into this game, and he's their only healthy receiver of the starting guys. So they're going to have to rely on the young guys again, and you know they haven't done much. So that's what's going to be interesting to watch in this game, not whether Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are great quarterbacks and future Locke Hall of Fame first ballot guys, but of these two teams, which one's going to be able to do anything? Remember, he had uh, the, you know, the, the, the Bucks defense has done a good job. Remember, they shut down Justin Fields. The Packers actually just shut down Justin Fields at 70 yards the other night. And so we know the Bears aren't good yet. They're starting to try to get better. But when you look at these two teams, right now it's about injuries. It's not about which team. They're both good, but which team is more banged up? And that's that's the big, to me, that's the big uh, biggest factor in this game. Who's going to be able to yeah, pu- put up two, enough points? You got, two, you got two teams with banged up offensive lines. And that's usually a recipe for an under because you're going to have negative runs. You're going to get sacks. You're going to get mistakes by the quarterbacks, not enough time to throw the ball. But the line went from 45 and a half down to 42. So now the line's already been adjusted. It's kind of late to the party if you're looking to bet the under here. Uh, and these two quarterbacks, I mean, let's be honest, you can get a couple guys off that Home Depot parking lot and score some touchdowns. That's how good these quarterbacks are. I mean, let's be honest. So at 42, it's a little scary to go under. Uh, I liked it much better at under 45 and a half. You you won't you 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 wouldn't believe the the talent I found in the Home Depot parking lot in Marina Del Rey when I was out in L.A. for eleven years. I'm telling you, man, you just never. Everybody goes to you know truck uh, truck stops looking for lot lizards. I'm telling you, this underrated talent in the Home Depot parking lot. Take my take my word for it, ladies and gentlemen. Robin's shaking her heads. She knows. She knows I'm right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's where you found me, right? <laughs> No, that was Lowe's. That wasn't Home Depot. Come on, get your get your home improvement center straightened out. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> oh, Robin, you didn't. Can you grab me a water, please, sweetie? <clears throat> I'm getting all choked. Excuse me while I clear my throat. <clears throat> okay, Rock and Reese checks in now on in the chat stream. I have a question about Monday. What are the odds of a black cat running onto the MetLife Stadium field again? There's probably a prop somewhere offshore for that one, Steve. Remember that game? Yeah, minus <laughs> 10,000. <laughs> well, you know, we're getting close to Halloween. It's almost October. We got to have some sort of October stuff coming up pretty soon. 
You got to be careful with these props. Because remember that guy that ran out in the field? Uh, I think it was naked or something. What was that prop? And he was betting it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the prop. I just remember yeah, his. Yeah. He had a really bad ass. Yeah. Not that I really look at men's asses, but <laughs> exactly. I saw you run around uh, over here in Glassboro. Yeah, naked one. I ran oh, through the parking lot at Landmark Americana in Glassboro, <laughs> New Jersey. And I ran naked the entire parking lot, and it was cold outside, and our buddy, the couch guy, who's now moved up to bigger and better things instead of just sitting on my couch in my basement in Philly or following me around when I'm running naked in a parking lot at Landmark Americana after a Monday night game. So, see, that's what's good because you can do stupid things with me in your career to start out, and then you move on to bigger and better. Like Nick Kale. You remember Nick Kale? Now he's going to be doing a morning show in Philly. Started out running the board for me and Harry Mays. Yeah, it's a good guy. Very sharp, good guy. Absolutely. Love we love seeing young people move up in the world. You got the, you know, you got the college kids there. Everybody thinks old guys just want to keep young people from working. I love it when the new generation comes up and does some work. Because most of these young people don't want to do shit. They don't even want to go to work. So I anybody who has motivation and wants to go out and move ahead in their world, you can still do that, people. Just get your off your ass. And go to work and do something. Think of something that you might like to do and then do it. You know what I'm saying? The scary part is, scary part is it seems like ambition and hard work ethic uh, is not accepted anymore. I mean, these young kids just, you know, they're not looking to work hard. They're looking for everything, giving it to them. Yep. It's, just, it's a different world we're living in. I mean, you know, I guess it's the Internet. Tone. I don't it is the Internet. I blame Al Gore. I, you've got to blame one guy. You've got to blame Al Gore for inventing the internet, and TikTok. TikTok, the worst thing ever created to mankind. There are some good things on it, but you know now the, the people are using uh, NyQuil, green NyQuil to marinate chicken. Did you see that? The FDA had to come out and say, don't marinate your chicken with NyQuil. And I said, of course not. You don't use the green. You use the red NyQuil, a much better for it, or the orange-flavored NyQuil. That's <laughs> orange chicken, man. You don't have to go to Panda Express or order takeout. You know what I'm saying? The things said by Tony Isn't Bruno are not the views of the show. <laughs> Isn't that what turkey's for with the tryptophan? You don't need a NyQuil. You exactly. Exactly. No, but these people on, on, on TikTok are pouring NyQuil onto their chicken breasts, and these other morons think that that's good. But it's insane. I jokingly said, you know, get the orange flavor, and then you can put some walnuts in there, and at least it's got a little flavor, and then you'll have a good night's care. sleep. You'll have, you'll, it'll be a, a what is it called? Uh, what's the NyQuil slogan? When you, the uh, nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, coughing, headache when you have too much to drink something. and need a good night's sleep <laughs> medication. I don't know what it is. So it's, it's like the like perfect. It's, no, you don't, don't marinate. You know Don't what those marinate video- chicken with drugs, all yeah. right? You know Do the, the drugs separately. You know what those videos are? Those videos are, let me post this crazy-ass video and see, <laughs> see how many stupid idiots I can get to do it and do themselves harm. Yeah, it's I mean, stu- and people stupid. do it. Yep. People do it. At least they're not eating Tide Pods anymore where they're too expensive. That's why they had to lock up the Tide Pods. They have to lock things up now in the, in the drug stores because people steal everything, man. By the way, our buddy Dean up in Clearwater has a three-team parlay poster right now. Bears, Vikings, Jets, Bengals over. You like that one, Steve? Uh, I mean, sounds like a daily number, but yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the other game we were talking about is the Chiefs and the Colts. The Colts are home. As I mentioned, we have, we've seen it. They look horrible. And they have a great running back. And if he doesn't get loose, everybody's going to keying on the running game there because it's just been a disaster. So we, we briefly mentioned it. Kansas City, the whole world is on the Chiefs. But it's still only five and a half, Steve, at least the latest line I saw. Chiefs minus five and a half. Colts in a almost must-win situation. How does that play out? It's all over the place. Four and a half, five, five and a half. I'm just, I, I hate to be on the same side as the public and the public's, all over Kansas City here. And like I said, the Colts are getting some key components back, some key players back on the offensive side and defensive side of the ball. So the Colts that you've seen for the first two weeks of the season are not going to be the same Colts you see today on the field. Uh, I kind of like the Colts. At, at, you know, at a touchdown, now you're getting to four, four and a half, five. It gets a little shady. Uh, but I still think the Colts can cover this game. Let's get back to one of the, uh, one of the five 0-2 teams, and that's Carolina. I mean, Carolina's had a chance to win their games, and they, they find a way to lose. 
and they played close. But now Baker Mayfield and obviously Matt Rule probably has the hottest seat in the NFL right now with the way that team has gone. And Baker Mayfield hasn't been horrible, but you look at them, and here they are today. Uh, they're, they're in a situation where they could be 0-3. Oh, well, they, they, got, they had a tie, right? Did they end up in a tie? I'm trying Was to remember. The Saints? No, not the Saints. The Carolina Panthers. Carolina lost two weeks in a row, didn't they? Yeah, so they Carolina lost two, two close games. They, they had a chance to win it, and then they, they had a bad They lost, situation. I think, two points to the Browns, and they lost last week to the Giants. Right, and the exactly. could have won. And the Giants came back and won that game. So they're 0-2, and they're home against the Saints, who now have a quarterback in Winston who has only had one good quarter so far in the first two games. You know, they look good, but then all of a sudden, since that game, Jameis Winston last week, what, threw three interceptions in the Tampa Bay game at the end, and he's, got, he's banged up now. So the Saints are one of those teams now that a lot of people like, but now, you know, they're home. They're one and one. Carolina's, uh, the Saints are one and one. And uh, who, how, do you, how do you figure this out? Because the Saints, as I mentioned, you look at them on paper. Jameis Winston was playing well before he got hurt, was playing well earlier in the year, but then since that one quarter that he had where they won that game in dramatic fashion, they've looked like garbage. <laughs> well, he's got a back and ankle problem, so yep. that's a double whammy. You can't push off that leg. You know, you can't move around as much. He's all banged up. Kamara's got a rib issue. He's banged up. I think their cornerback's out for the Saints. That's going to be an issue as well. And the Panthers are pretty healthy. They've lost two close games. I think the first one by two points last week by a field goal. And McCaffrey's healthy. Uh, I like I like the Panthers plus the points here, plus three points with the healthier team. Uh, if these if both teams were perfectly healthy, I'd be all over the Saints. But they're they're really really banged up up and down the roster. I got to take the Panthers here plus three. Panthers plus three is the play. And now we know the Atlanta Falcons of the zero and two teams could be two and zero. I mean that's how good they played. And obviously, you know, new young team, a lot of new players. A good coach who we saw last week, last year, came in there and fixed things up a little bit. And Marcus Mariota's played well. He had a mistake last week. So they're in Seattle. And to show you how much respect Atlanta's getting now, Seattle's at home, and they're only one-point favorites over the Atlanta Falcons, an 0-2 team. And they beat the Broncos Monday night, even though the Broncos had twice as many yards and uh, the Broncos should have really won that game, but you know the coach really screwed it up. Uh, I like Atlanta here. I took my plus three line. Originally opened up at three. I took Atlanta plus three. It's down to one. I think Atlanta wins the game. I think they're the better team. They got the better quarterback, the better coach, and uh, they covered the first two weeks of the season. They're going to be a cover machine. This Atlanta team. They're not going to be. They're not going to win a lot of games because they got a tough, you know, slightly tough schedule. But they're going to cover a lot of games this year. So if you're looking to back a team week to week blindly, Atlanta might be one of them. Yeah, that's why you got to jump on the number early. But if you think they can win outright, this is basically a pick 'em game. And all that hype from that opening night with Pete Carroll jumping up and down and they beat, you know, their former quarterback. The Seahawks, to me, I mean, they're a good team, but they're not a great team. And when Atlanta can go in there and only be a one-point dog, that's the line that's the line screaming at you, is it not, Steve? Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, I the game's a coin flip, and anytime you're getting plus money or plus points on a coin flip, you got to take the dog every time. Exactly. By the way, I want to say Paul Ferrero on the chat stream saying he's got to go to church now. Great show. Thank you. Go in peace. And uh, Dominus Vibiscum et cum spirit 220, which used to be my phone number back in the day when I had one of those big bag phones that you pull out in the front seat. Remember those, Steve? The bag phone. <laughs> And then you would unzip that thing. I had one when I had my boat in Margate. I was, I was, I was big shit then. I was, I was a kid, and each phone call, each phone call was like two bucks a call every <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> and then you, you take that thing. Your friends and family start making phone calls. You start sweating. You get that bag and you put it over <laughs> your shoulder, and you're walking down the dock, and the chicks are looking at you, dude. That guy's got a bag phone, man. He must have a big cock. And then you take that, you take that out and show it off. And you take that bag out, that phone out of the bag, and you're sitting on the dock, and you pour yourself a nice cocktail. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, you know what? That can really come back in style and fill it now because you could use it as a phone, and if someone tried to attack you, you could use it as a weapon exactly. as well. Exactly. So, Especially you know, in a Wawa. Who's going to try to grab that out of your hand in a Wawa, man? That's some bitch. You knock some bitches out with that thing. And I don't mean bitches by women. I mean dudes. 
not the women. You don't hit a woman with a phone, even if she hits you first. Uh. That's the moral of my story. All right, Arizona and the Rams later on out there at State Farm Stadium, which, of course, is the site of our next Super Bowl in February. Steve, Arizona looked horrible week one, looked better last week. The Rams all over the place. Arizona at home is a dog. Is this a live dog barking? I don't know, man. I had the Raiders last week. I laid three on the Raiders. They're up 20 to nothing. Arizona comes back and had to rip the ticket up. Uh, like I said, I usually look to fade teams that come back from you know large deficits in the previous game. If this game gets down to minus three, I might be on the Rams at minus three. Right now, three and a half. I don't even want to touch the game, but if it gets to three, I'll probably be looking to bet the Rams here. All right. Now we got uh, we mentioned uh, the other game. That is the uh, Sunday night game. Your Denver Broncos against the 49ers. We know Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo went in, and I said it back in the summer when they, uh, when they had two backup quarterbacks who both stunk that Jimmy Garoppolo was still just floating there. They signed him. That may have saved the season. We saw Denver, who really looks erratic, Steve. I think you mentioned a little bit earlier. That game's up in Denver. Uh, Denver's erratic. They're, they're coaching. I don't, think, I don't think that whole team's in sync yet offensively. And Russell Wilson looks tentative for the first time in his career a lot of times. San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, is a guy who's been there. He knows how to play. This is another close game. Plus a one and a half. Denver getting a one and a half at home. You like the Niners to go in there and be, and win, or are we still trying to figure out what Niner team this is? Because apparently they're going to get their all-world tight end back for this game. Yeah, Kittles is back, and anytime Kittles play, that's that's a yeah. tough team. To He's beat. a beast. The original line opened up Denver minus three, and now it's flip-flopped, and San Francisco's at one and a half. Scary a little bit. Oh, the public's going to be all over San Fran here. Uh, you can't blame them the way you know the Broncos have played. They lost to Seattle, had a tough time against the Texans. At plus one and a half, it's a tough place to play the first few weeks of the season because of the altitude up right. there in Denver. I, mean, I get high just watching the game. But then again, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm uh, doing large quantities of alcohol, so that may be a little I, different. I think, uh, I think it's going to be a one-point game. I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I took San Fran plus three. I might come back a little bit with some Denver plus one and a half, try and look to hedge a little bit. I think it's going to be a tight game, man. And with Kittles playing, it scares me a little bit. If he wasn't playing – I'd be uh, leaning towards Denver plus the points at home in that high altitude. But right now where the line's at, I can't touch Philly Godfather. And you can check him out at phillygodfather.com on the intranet. And if you follow him on Twitter, he's always releasing. He's always firing. You know, he has his, he has his premium service there for the – and, again, we're not talking about people who bet thousands of dollars. The $100 better, that's who you're looking at, right, Steve? Not the guys – I mean, you obviously you'll take a – you know, you like the, 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 what do we call them? The sharps always follow you, but not the marbles. You know, it's crazy. I gave out, I gave out 26 college football games for free on Twitter yesterday, and I went 21 and five, which, you know, there's a lot of luck involved with that. You know, I'm not going to go 21 and five every Saturday giving out free games. And our service is only three bucks a day, but you'll be surprised. I got guys betting 50 bucks a game, and there's some serious people out in Hollywood, there's some serious ex players. There's a lot of people that, you know, I got access to the list, and they, they're betting 10, 20, 50,000, you know, a game. So our customers are all over the place from a $50 sports better to a big shot. You know, it's, it's all relative to what you make and, you know, how much you want to gamble. Exactly. Bet within your means. Like right now, I have no means. I got no money, honey. That's why I'm a, that's why I'm a nibbler. I'm not, you know, I may have to do a 10 way parlay today just to try to get my 401k back to just under like, Fifty minus fifty-seven thousand dollars this calendar year, Steve. You know how much money that is. Minus money. that's twenty. I lost twenty-five percent of my hard-earned cash, and I'm, I'm not one of these. Da- I told you, I'm not a guy who plays with the stock market. I have a, that's why I pay Fidelity to manage my money. And if they can't manage my money in this world, who can? You can. Well, it's a double wonder, right, Tom? Because not only did your four hundred one k drop, but the price of everything. Exactly. Exactly. So you're getting crushed everywhere. It's 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 a scary time. Now the real estate market's getting crushed. The recession is here, and it usually takes about five six months before you see massive layoffs after a recession starts. I don't see it getting any better. I hope it does. I hope these guys figure it out. Uh, but it's it's a scary time we're living in. That's why the the the, the three words we all want to say is not fuck Joe Biden, which a lot of people say. 
or Let's Go Brandon. The three words we want to hear every weekend, Steve. I want winners. I want winners. That's all I want. You know what it's all about, right? For cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. So we we pretty much have run down there. So what's so let's recap the the games that you really really like today. We, we mentioned Atlanta with the points. That's not your like your number one lock of the day, is it? Your lock of the day? Yeah, it's, I like I like them took a plus three. Uh, but I like Baltimore minus two and a half, even though the public's all over the Ravens here, and it's really a tough place to play New England. He's kind of had Lamar's number a little bit. He knows how to control him. But so you're think, taking uh, Baltimore Ravens, minus two and a half, not the Pats. Okay. I, I like. There's some sharp money on the Patriots. I'm against the sharp money today. Baltimore gets some players back, running back, some key guys on defense, offense. And they signed Lamar JPP. Jackson. Did you see that? They went out and signed yeah. Jason Pierre-Paul, who last played with Tampa, and apparently he's healthy even though he's still missing a finger. But they have no pass rush, and that's the problem. I mean, the, the, the Baltimore Ravens are injured. Their pass rush has only had four sacks in two games. So they went out and signed JPP for this game so they can get some more pressure on the quarterback. And Matt Jones, let's be honest, it's been rough, it's been rough sledding for him so far earlier this year. Yeah, he's a little banged up, even though, you know, test results came back negative. He's, he's hurting. Uh, the Ravens have given out the most passing yards in the fourth quarter, I think, over the past year, more than any NFL team in the league. They've given up so many passing yards, so they kind of – they kind of fold in the fourth quarter. But I like them here today, minus two and a half, even though there is some sharp money on the Patriots, plus three. Took Miami, plus six and a half. Lines down to four and a half. Uh, took Carolina, plus three. Uh, like the Colts at six and a half and seven, but now that's down to four and a half, five. So what's took the lowest the you'll buy the Colts? What's the lowest? I mean, can they win this? I mean, they, they that have to. you have to think they can win the game outright. But Kansas City going up there, is there is there is there any way the Colts find a way to beat them? I mean, they're getting guys back. This is going to, like I said, this is going to be a different Colts team, hopefully, that we've seen over the first two weeks because I bet them this week. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, definitely got a shot. Uh, what else do I like? I like Raiders at a pick. I took uh, Washington plus seven, plus six and a half. Uh, I took the Jags at seven. Now it's down to three. Obviously, a little late for that. Took the Packers plus three. It's down to one and a half, one. Like, I, like you said, Atlanta. And uh, so you got lots like of action. You got you're firing all day here, Steve. It looks I, like, I, like I said, yeah, I gave out 26 free games <laughs> on Twitter yesterday, and not, that's not counting everything we wager on. We wager on second half bets, first half bets. We bet totals. We bet prop bets. We bet sides. I mean, we'll bet anything we have an edge on. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why he is the Philly Godfather. And we're ready for another Sunday. Are you ready for football? Oh yeah. Yeah, where's the sheep and the college kids? Where the hell did everybody go? They didn't go to Betson's because they're out of business. They didn't go to Silo. They were having a sale. Silo was having a sale, but the hurricane called it off. We might have went to Crash Brothers, Store of the Stars. 937 South Street, Store of the Stars. That was wrecked in the riot this last weekend. Billy Godfather, always a pleasure. Always a lot of fun, man. So there you have it. Tell your friends every Sunday morning, this is the place to be. No filtered network with stone cold, guaranteed, often imitated, never duplicated. Right here, baby, with the Philly Godfather. Steve, have a great day, brother. We'll talk to you soon. You too, man. Good luck, guys. Be safe out there. Remember, bet smart, but bet the house because that's the only thing you probably have left. Thank you, Joe Biden. We make mad moves, mad flavor like some tasty cakes. Then we dip in my Trans Am and it's a stunner. Collect loot, slapping hands with the Vegas runner. I'm trying to beat the odds in the face of adversity. Quick to make the call and beat the gods of probability. I win some, I lose some until the day I'm dying. I can't win every wager, but I can have fun trying. I'm trying to beat the odds in the face of adversity. Quick to make the call and beat the gods of probability. I win some, I lose some until the day I'm dying. I can't win every wager, but I can have fun trying. I'm up early in the morning trying to get the day popping hitting up the gym for a quick session of boxing hit the punching bag with a jab then a hook uppercut straight then a fake major luck 
Meet up with the team, make a call to the animals. Every new book get eaten up like we cannibals. Runners and beers, movers like Jimmy Baba. Going on streets that are hotter than flowing lava. Walters in his computer fire like it's Afghanistan. College of professional second halves with a Chinaman. When I move, you move, no apologies. Plus it don't hurt that Tim Donahue is on the team. Philly to Vegas, Vegas to Costa Rica. Stacking mad money till you see the subpoena. Inside information is what leads to all the riches. Until it all ends by the tongue of some jealous bitches. I'm trying to beat the odds in the face of adversity. Quick to make the call and beat the gods of probability. I win some, I lose some until the day I'm dying. I can't win every wager, but I can have fun trying. I'm trying to beat the odds in the face of adversity. Quick to make the call and beat the gods of probability. I win some, I lose some until the day I'm Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 